This episode of Enough is brought to you by Squarespace, everything you need to create an amazing website. Squarespace is a totally hosted, completely managed system. They take care of all the tricky and confusing parts of getting your site up and running and keep it ticking over without a blip. There's nothing to install, upgrade or patch for security. Squarespace ensures your site remains happy, healthy and online no matter who links to you or how popular you get. Furthermore, they have used every trick in their massive SEO handbook to make sure your site ranks well with search engines, helping people discover your work. This is something Squarespace actively develops to make sure you stay up to date. All you need to concern yourself with is building your site with their WYSIWYG drag and drop interface. You'll have it up and running in seconds. They break basic functionality down into blocks, so all you need to do is choose the ones you want and drop them in. Want to add a blog? Select that. Want to add a photo gallery? Select that block. It's easy peasy. I want you to go and try all this stuff out for yourself and get an idea of just how powerful and simple to use Squarespace is. Go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels to try out with your two-week free trial. And if you decide to purchase, use the offer code 70 decibels 6 at 70-D-E-C-I-B-E-L-S-6 at checkout. This will get you 10% off your first order and it lets Squarespace know that we sent you. Hello, Michael. Hello, Patrick. How are you today? I am very well. Today in listening time, releasing time, is a big day mm. for you. So it is. So congratulations on your big day. Well, I mean, yeah. I have a lot. I have my, my excitement for this one, though it should be high, is a bit measured. We'll talk about Let's talk about that. So today, Patrick has released a, a new book. You have a new yeah. book out today, Pat. Tell people the name of the book. Uh, the official name is Minimal Mac, What We Believe In. Okay. Um, and it is uh, a the kind of official Minimal Mac book. Uh, and my hope is that people will, will have this. Well, I have kind of three goals. Uh, we can get into those in a bit. But ultimately, what it is, it is a collection of my favorite writing from Minimal Mac over the past three years. We're coming up on the three-year anniversary of Minimal Mac at the end of July. I believe July 21st, if I'm, if I'm remembering correct about wow. that. Wow, congratulations. Um, and thought that you know, there's nearly 2,000 posts on the site now, mm-hmm. and that this would be a good time to tease out what I feel is the best stuff and compile it together in a professionally produced and uh, easy to uh, easy to read package. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. Right. So I remember when Enough launched, we did a show. And mm-hmm. I surprised you by interviewing you. <laughs> and we're going to do that again today because <laughs> we're obviously that the the content is not new. I think yeah. one of the more interesting things for me is the choices that you've made in compiling this book because you've taken what there's like two thousand posts or something on the mm-hmm. site. Mm-hmm. So yep, nearly two thousand. You've gone through that and you have picked out what you consider to be your your best posts. Yeah, my best writing, as well as um, there are some of my favorite quotes that I posted to the site uh, from others uh, interspersed throughout. 
So, so what? How did you make the decisions for what you wanted to include? So, let, this is a. Mm-hmm. I mean, what we believe in the book, what we believe in, is like a compendium. It is a starting point for new readers. It's a yes. an anthology, if you will, of the work that you have produced over the last three years. Yes. So and and certainly that was one of the goals, right? One of the goals was to produce something so that people who were new to the site, if they so chose, wanted to kind of catch up to speed with where we've been and how we've gotten to where we are today, could have this one thing that they could get for a fair for a fair price and have that, whoops, sorry, have that to take away uh, with them, uh, as well as for others who have been there the whole time uh, to have something that they could, they could have too and purchase and say, oh, yeah, I remember that one or, oh, I must have missed this one or, or uh, I've only been kind of keeping tabs on the site for the past year or the past two years, and I missed all of this stuff and that was uh, there in year one. Mm. So I think that there's something there for every for everyone who's a fan of the site. And this is an ebook, right? Primarily or yes. exclusively? Yeah. Exclusively right now, ebook. Uh, both EPUB, so you can read it in Apple iBooks uh, on the iPad, my preferred uh, recommendation um, or dot moby for the Kindle folks in the crowd um, because I know just based on my sell sales of my two other books that um, if I didn't produce a Kindle version um, well basically no one would buy it <laughs> um, where is the book available for sale uh, it is available on minimalmac.com directly um, you know, it's the- not on the Kindle store it will not be in the Amazon Kindle store. Interesting. Okay. It will not. It will not be in any other stores. Um, so I'm sure you will have lovely instructions for how to get the uh, the Moby to your Kindle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is basically, uh, if you have a newer K- Kindle, you can plug it in via USB and share it that way, or you can send it to your device's email address and. It'll show up there. Um, I think there's a they, small charge for that, though, isn't there? I think it's like ten cents or yeah, something. Yes, it's, like it's that. a ridiculously small amount, but yeah. probably worth pointing out. So, what? Aside from the fact that we're at the anniversary, do you did you have any other motive for why you wanted to create this book? Why you wanted to to compile it? Because this wasn't just a stab in the dark. I know you've been working on this. I think like. I remember we were talking about this before Keeping It Straight came out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Man, 2,000 posts is a lot to go through. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, no, I, I got really serious about it uh, almost immediately after finishing um, Enough uh, is when I started to really get serious about pouring that uh, newfound time and effort into going through and compiling this and kind of starting down that road. And even then, once I had kind of compiled everything, I knew that I had stuff kind of (sighs) that it wasn't really complete, um, that, that there was going to be more stuff to include and that I at least in my headspace, my thought was, okay, I want to, 
I want to put this out around the three-year anniversary. And, uh, you know, this is me thinking back in December. I'm thinking even if I have enough stuff now to push the go button, let's just wait a little bit and say go up to March, April, knowing that it was going to take – you know, about uh, about a month or so for the editing process and uh, and kind of putting things in the order I wanted them and kind of shaping the feel of the book, um, the the way it reads and the kind of the order things are in, um, and the rhythm of it, where the quotes appear and things like that. Uh, and the layout and design process, having gone through that before with um, with Aaron Mankey, um, our fantastic uh, designer um, that uh, pretty much everyone on 70 decibels uses mm-hmm. um, and anyone who's smart uses um, and the rest of you should be using. Um, <clears throat> uh, I kind of knew what that time frame was like. And so I knew that I would hit somewhere close, like within within a month, you know, give or take a couple of weeks either way of the anniversary. If I so I kind of knew what date to say, okay, this is it. Anything that that I post after this date won't go in the book. You know, now it's time to shoot it off to, to editing. I knew when to pull that trigger based on my my experience with these things thus far. Okay, so I'm going to ask you some tough questions now. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. So, everything that is in the book um, is in a form available on Minimal Mac. I know you've done some yep. editing stuff, so you've you polished the posts up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Some 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 good basic editing, and and also some changes, uh, some slight changes to make it. Uh, in a self-contained uh, form, uh, for instance, you know, links that pointed to uh, other posts I've done or referred to things, you know, images that were there that are now not, you know, that sort of thing. It was edited for to make sense within the context of a book. But yes, everything that you see in the book is available for free on Minimal Mac. Good luck going through all 90-something pages, 10 posts a page, and finding them. So you can. I mean, you can. I mean, you can search. It's possible. Sure, sure. So yeah. you decided to price the book at $5? Yeah? Yes, $5 even. How did you come About, to that price? Um, I came to that price because uh, uh, $4.99 seemed fair um, and seemed kind of what other – People have uh, charged for such things. Uh, I specifically, um, uh, you know, if, especially for an all electronic sort of thing. Um, but uh, then I thought to myself, well, four ninety nine isn't very minimal, is it? <laughs> <laughs> because we we had a discussion about this, didn't we? Are you happy to talk about that discussion? I am happy to talk about this discussion. So, um, a couple of weeks ago, what before recording um, one of the episodes we did with Aaron, I was trying to talk you out. Actually, we were both trying to talk you out of a pay what you want scenario. Yes. 
Because that is what you were originally looking for. Now, one of the yes. reasons we told you not to do this is because the management of that is just horrible. And, it and, really and is. two, you know, other people may say, yes, no, you should have done pay what you want. You know, I would have given him $20 or I would have felt you should have $2. But my thinking behind this was, you know, you have done some work on it. You need to put a price on it. You just need to, to value it what you think it's worth. And if you think that the amount of work that you did is worth $5 because it's a quarter or say of the work that you did on enough or, or whatever, then you should you should price it at that because people will you know you people will have differing opinions and some people will never be happy no matter what you price it at because that's just the way that they're tuned. So yes. you know you may as well hit the market of people that love to support you and would buy mm-hmm. it regardless of the price. Mm-hmm. But also you know fixing a price puts a, a, a level of um of um it puts a price tag on the amount of work that you feel you've done for it and it's yeah. just it keeps things simple minimal right right you're not offering well, and, of and i want to point out not just the five dollars doesn't just cover the amount of work that i put into this it also helps to cover the cost of producing this yeah um because i actually did pay somebody jason remus to edit it and b i paid aaron Mankey for the layout and design right um, so I actually, you know, there, there were some costs involved in producing this book. Um, and honestly, at $5, I don't necessarily know for sure even that I'm going to recoup those costs back. But that's not the point. The, you know, the point is, is that I want to put this out there for people to enjoy. I've had tons of people requested over the years. Um, I've had tons of people ask um, over the years about, you know, gosh, it would be great if you did, uh, you know, a post on your favorite post or if there was somewhere on your site you could put um, a, you know, a link to all of your, your favorite posts and whatnot. And, you know, I mean, that's fine, but what they're, what they're really asking is – I would love a place on your site that pointed to the favorite, your favorite posts that are were of most interest to me, right? And <laughs> and I can't do five or ten of those, right? I can't necessarily even do twenty or thirty of those, right? I, you know, the only thing I could really do is say, okay, let me tease out. Everything that I feel is the best work so far and what is of interest to you will be in here somewhere. It's certainly a lot less for you to go through than, you know, going through the entire site and trying to tease out and pick out what you think is best. Um, You know, I've done that work for you. Uh, So... Yeah, I I really was thinking it would be more of a... um, you know, more of a pay what you what you will sort of thing. But not only did you, did you and Aaron help to convince me otherwise, mm-hmm. but also even that seemed a little bit less than minimal. And yeah, you know, I, I think <sighs> this is starting to become a thing now as well. I mean, I sent you a link to. Um, a book that MG Siegler put together from some of his posts. Um, mm-hmm. and there's a company called Hyper Inc. 
mm-hmm. I-N-K, who is, who is doing this. So yeah, is, is helping, you know, bloggers, bloggers, and, and writers. Um, com- go through and, and do this work. They basically are going through and doing this work for them. Right. Yep. They're going through and they're picking out, you know, either the best stuff or a whole bunch of stuff or stuff within a certain timeline. Or I don't really know how they work, um, but they're going through and you know putting it together as a book with a nice cover and a layout and uh, and uh, charging a certain price. I think MG's charging like isn't his $3. like dollars? Is three dollars? I think that all of their books are three dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. And that's all fine and good and and wonderful. Um, this is me doing the work. Yeah, I mean, I, I I wasn't pointing it out to compare. I was pointing oh, it out to to show um, that it's it's a trend now, and it's mm-hmm. because it's because reading devices have become so prolific. I think that it's it's I am a person that's all about choice. So, you know, I think it's good to give people the choice. Like they they you know, you're not deleting the posts that are going oh, no. in the book. No, they're so. they're up there, they're there, and I you know, I encourage anyone who wants to read them uh in situ as uh you know, as the term may go, to to go and do so. I mean, this is how they were published and how they were originally meant to be seen. Um, this is just another option, another avenue, and I'm charging for that other option and that other avenue because of the amount of work that went into it as well as the, the cost that went into it and trying to see, you know, have some way to recoup some of that. So I am a, I am a reader, but I'm going to be a fictitious reader here. Yeah. So I'm a man who has followed you for many years from the yeah. days when Minimal Mac was all about pictures of desks. <laughs> <laughs> it was never all about that. But it, was a, it was a lot about that. And that's not a criticism. That's just what the blog was. Like, you know, you know such is life. That was what people enjoyed at the time. Um, yeah. When 43 folders was still a thing, you know, that was the stuff that we did. Um, and I... You know, as that reader, I have a post or a picture or a, a link or a quote that was one of my favorite things, mm-hmm. and it's not in the book. Tell Probably me why. Not. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Uh, well, I mean, there's several reasons, okay? Um, pictures of desktops and, you know, uh, kids using computers and, uh, you know, pretty empty, you know, tabletops and things like that. Those weren't my pictures. And so, therefore, I don't have the rights to publish them. I, I certainly don't have the rights to publish them and charge for that publication. Because right? you can reblog them, like because that was, sure. that's the world of Tumblr, right? Reblogging right, exactly. is reblogging, but reblogging doesn't mean publish and make money off of it. No, no, not at least not in a in in this kind of direct, um, good, you know. Uh, goods exchange sort of way um you know so yeah copy copyright concern was certainly there it's also uh one of the reasons why certain quotes didn't make it right um because while certain quotes are you know they're out there in the public domain everyone knows them and as long as you're just quoting a small portion of something it's you know uh, 
it's one thing. There have been other quotes that have been actually things quoted from other people's websites or blogs or whatever, um, things that I would have loved to included in the book but didn't feel right doing so without reaching out to those bloggers and saying, these are your words. I'm going to publish them. You know, I should say, these are your words. They're in the public domain, but I'm going to publish them and then charge money for that publication. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. It's not and, okay. Is it ethically? That's not okay. You kind of answered your own. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Ethically, let's just say that I could not go to bed at night ethically and, and feel comfortable with that. Um, you know, that, that said, uh, yeah. You know, there are, um, you know, the, there's a, for, uh, to give you a for instance, there's uh, at least uh, one thing in there where I quote a post that was written in response to, you know, something I wrote or whatnot. And I quoted a portion of that post. And in order for what I say to make sense, I have to include that quote. In that particular case, I included the quote without permission since it is almost like a, you know, um, like someone wrote a letter to me and I took a small portion of that letter and then replied to it, mm -hmm. right? If that makes sense. And in that particular case, that's very much fair use and fair game. And it's not like I'm using someone else's work to profit. Does that make sense? It does to me, yes. Um, and so, <clears throat> and so there's a, you know, there, there's maybe one or two instances of that in the book. But um, once again, they're in there because it's topical and rational and the only way that the rest of the writing could have been included was to include that piece. Right. Right. Because they inform other other sections or other right. articles or, or, or posts. Right. So now that – I think this is kind of the last thing that I want to ask you because you know, we should probably wrap up soonish. Yeah. Now that you've turned these posts – See, this is actually part of the question is actually in the question now that you've <laughs> turned these posts into a book do you think about them differently like when you write something online do you still consider the blog posts what do you actually consider this stuff now because I know that your idea personally Pat is changing and you're calling yourself more an essayist now than an uh, author or a, a writer because all of the stuff that you've written so far has been in the form of essays. You've not had like yes. an, an overarching narrative as such. Like you've not had the boy went to the shops and all sorts of things happened, and you've not had like a here is the twenty seven tips to make your life a more flowery, <laughs> productive one. Yeah, but I I don't necessarily want to detract from those. Um, uh, I, I should say. I'm not a snob when it comes to this stuff, right? Yeah, that's just I your, really the way you do it. You know, this is just well, the way that you do it. Yeah, this is this is how you do it or choose to do it, and this is the name that you choose to call yourself. And if you choose to call yourself a blogger, um, and you choose to 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 be that, then uh, then that's fine with me. But do understand that that these words have meaning. 
And that by naming something and framing something a particular way, you kind of, you place constraints and limits upon it, right? Yep. Um, You know, for instance, you're a podcaster. And that's great. That's terrific. We love podcasters. We want them to be, you know, we think podcasting is the future and, and that, uh, you know, that, and that there's a very much a need for it and a place for it, right? Yep. But if suddenly you start, uh, you decide, oh, you know what? I think I want to be a radio DJ and, uh, or I think I want to be a television host. Well, now, podcaster and calling yourself that isn't quite accurate. Not only that, but because you have called yourself podcaster, it may limit your thinking in the area of where else could I take these skills? What else could I do with them? Right? Um, And so, choosing something more broad, like calling yourself a broadcaster, guess what? Now, that could cover anything. That can cover podcasts. That can cover TV. That can cover radio. That, can, that, that suddenly opens up the frame of what you, and, and what you can put within there, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the, best, the best way I, I like to illustrate this idea is uh, with the idea of a wine glass, right? Um, a wine glass is just a vessel. You can put anything you want in there. You could put a soda pop in there, but when you go to the cabinet and you reach for, and you reach for a glass, do you and, and you want to pour a can of soda? Do you reach for a wine glass? No. Why? Because you've called it a wine glass because it has been designed to contain wine. There is a reason why a wine glass is designed the way it is. For instance, the idea of the bowl and the stem and the base. A wine glass is meant to be held by the stem. Why? Because temperature affects the taste of wine. And your hand holding the bowl heats up the wine. Or if that wine was in a regular glass, same thing. So the reason the stem is there is to hold the glass so that your hand doesn't heat up the wine. It is designed for the purpose of drinking wine. It is not designed for the purpose of having a soda pop. And thus, it has a name. We call it the wine glass. And we don't grab it unless we're going to be drinking wine. <laughs> Despite the fact you could put anything, we could put coffee in it. Who cares? Right? Well, perfect answer. That, and, that was and, a perfect answer. Right. And, but I guess what I'm saying is this. I am an essayist. Why am I an essayist? Because framing it that way allows people to, when they hear that, to understand that I do more than just publish online, that I publish in books, that I publish in many other mediums, and that what I write are actually essays um, in, for the most part. Um, uh, you know, and that even even the you know even the short work I do and the commentary that I do on Minimal Mac could be framed with within that guise. Um, 
And so I guess uh, the big takeaway from this is <clears throat> stop limiting yourself. I don't. <laughs> and because I don't, it opens up all sorts of opportunities in my thinking and in what others think about me. Well, Mr. Rohn. Yes, sir. Congratulations on your third oh. on your third book. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, work on four has already commenced. <laughs> excited, excited to so tell people where they can go. Like so, tell people where they can go to get what we believe in. All right. First of all, I'm going to link to it in the show notes. <clears throat> Second of all, go to minimalmac.com. There will be a link to the book on there. Um, at the you know at least for today. It's the first post on the page and will probably remain such throughout the weekend. But after that, there will be a link, you know, up in the menu bar, you know, next to uh, probably, you know, where I have uh, the archives and the, you know, and, and subs uh, the, the sponsorship info and things like that. There will be a link there for, for book. Um, and click on that book link and uh, feel free to, to buy yourself and download a, uh, a quality copy. Excellent stuff. All right. I, I guess well, we'll talk later. This has been fun. <laughs> I, you know, I always, love, uh, I always love talking about the books. Good. So we, I'm sure everybody <laughs> loves hearing about them. I know I do. Oh, and then there's my other books, you know, Keeping It Straight at, and, uh, and Enough, uh, both of which can be found at uh, patrickrohn.com slash books. Once again, I'll link to that in the show notes. Um, please buy those as well. And, I'm, uh, and I, I can't announce anything yet, but I'm working out a way to maybe package those all together in a single, at least digitally, in a single digital download so you can pay one price and get them all. Awesome. Um, but I need to work that out with my publisher first. Great. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. And uh, just we must mention the show notes because, I mean, there's been some changes in iOS podcasting recently. You can get mm. some, some apps show the show notes with clickable links, um, you know, apps like Instacast, Downcast, Pocketcast, apps like that um, on, on certain platforms show the, the links there and you're clickable. Um, some apps, unfortunately, do not. So what you can do is if you go to 70decibels.com, you can find all of the shows there right on the front page. Just click the Enough artwork or go to 70decibels.com forward slash enough. Find the episode number that you want to find the show notes for. So example, episode 147, and all of the show notes will be there for you as well. I'm going to talk about Wonderful. that a lot over the next few weeks. Is, uh, I want to make sure that everybody's finding it. All right. Sounds great. Excellent. All right, my friend. Well, we'll talk later. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>